right. Um, <laughs> wow. well, well, welcome back to Miranda's Pod. Welcome to Miranda's Pod. This is a kind of a special episode because Gilly is sitting next to me on my sofa in Spanish Harlem, and it's wonderful. And Dakota is sitting a few feet away from us on his phone, and he may chime in from time to time. Yeah, my formal guest. I don't. They're not going to hear you from over there. Yeah, there we go. Come on yeah. in, get cozy. I'm so inclusive here, just like the show. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so we all just we ordered some Chinese. Dakota <laughs> got Gilly some wine. I'm having a mocktail, and we just watched the episode that everyone's been texting us about. Yeah, I was just gonna say we've been I we, I've been dodging texts because the texts have been like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe what happened. Did you watch? Or someone, one of our listeners was like, I screamed at the TV. So I didn't know at all what to expect. Um, I think I was prepared. So it wasn't that crazy to me, but it was, there was still some really hilariously bad writing. Okay, yes. So (laughs) while Gilly was watching it, while you're watching it, you took down a bunch of notes. I did. But just like we have any, first off, Dakota, I'm very happy that you're joining us for this. (laughs) So um, I, we've got to, for first guest, we've got to ask him a couple questions. Yeah. So Dakota. Do do you want to recap the episode first? Let me recap and then we're going to get to Dakota. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we have... And just like that, episode eight, no, episode seven. Yes. Um, and God, what what is the name? What's the title of it? I totally I don't forgot. Think it matters. I don't think it matters either. So <laughs> Sex and the Widow. Sex yeah. and the Widow, thank you. So Sex and the Widow. And in this episode, Carrie, uh, a year has passed based mm-hmm. on the changing seasons in the opening um like sequence. And Carrie is publishing a book. And her publisher thinks that she needs to get back in the dating world to kind of make the book a little bit more hopeful. So in yeah. this episode, Carrie goes on a di- on a date. It's disastrous. They there's vomit involved, um, lots of nerves, and she ends up at we, this. We need to recap this vomit for people because there okay there are a lot of people who don't actually watch this show. They just so, don't. Yeah, who are just listening to the podcast. Wow. So I we have a grave responsibility here. We need here. to break down this vomit scene because basically what happens is um, Carrie goes on a date with a teacher slash widower. Very important to put that in your hitch. Yeah. Hitch yeah. <laughs> profile. And they go out to dinner and it's really awkward and they immediately get into the nitty gritty and they're like, how did he die? How did she die? And we're like, whoa, like right away. And then they're kind of like, ah, we need a drink. Like a drink is in order. And then it shoots to them laughing their butts off and they're leaving the restaurant just laughing their butts off. (laughs) And next thing we know is they both start projectile vomiting in the street. Violent vomiting, you might say. We had violent orgasms. Now we have violent Violent vomiting. And um, yeah, so then... It's the school auction of sorts. Charlotte's school auction. There's like a farmer's market scene also at one point. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> we have the law professor and her like fertility is discussed. And road rage is also involved in this episode yeah. with a gay couple in Brooklyn. Who yes. basically <laughs> drunk, just, which hey, we've all experienced road rage here in New York City. Um, 
there's a lot going on this episode. This, I mean, for 37 minutes, there's so much plot. Miranda officially is having an affair with Chafe. Wait, 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 wait. Something does not make sense. I, I got to call something out right yeah. now. In the beginning, they showed all of the seasons passing. Yes. And yet then Miranda says, I texted you three, three months, months ago. ago. Yeah, so the three months have transpired. How With many seasons? Spring, <laughs> fall, and winter? And remember the first up first That's, listen, I'm just I just read the recap. I mean, <laughs> all these it was three months have gone by. But I felt like in the first part of the episode, it was like showing seasons went by. Like kind we saw of, then we saw fall leaves and then we saw kind of like snow, and then it kind of looks like it doesn't add up. You're right. <laughs> Again, we've talked about this before that this show. <laughs> The universe that they have created does not exist. Exist. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? This is great. I read it as fast. Hold on. This is uh, a recap, and I'm only gonna read this one line. But seriously, I went through the opening several times to figure out why we watch Carrie writing through what seemed like a solid eight months of season changing, <laughs> only to be informed later it has just been three months. So apparently, everyone is incredibly confused right now. Okay, wait. I feel much better knowing that because the. Uh, the, <laughs> the the show is so weird with seasons. You never know what season it is in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess it's spring now. They were at the farmer's market. Um, regardless, Miranda and Steve in this episode, just get back to the plot a little bit. Miranda and Steve have a very awkward sex scene and it kind of just closes the Miranda-Steve chapter. I, that's sorry. a good question. <laughs> okay, so for our listeners. <laughs> for our listeners who didn't watch, my mom actually texted me about this. She's like, Sarah, the kitchen scene. And it was, it was really hard to watch. We have, so Miranda, Miranda tries to initiate. Do, does like a last ditch effort to rekindle the relationship. And she basically like comes on to Steve who, you know, previous in the scene in the farmer's market was painted like he was some sort of babbling idiot or something, bumbling idiot. And so she's trying to initiate and she's, we watch Steve like awkwardly like shove his hand in her pants. Like he needs a shoehorn almost <laughs> to get his <laughs> But he said, but, but Gilly, did you hear what he said? Oh, hi, Miranda, I haven't done this in a while. I know. How is that? Feel good? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, of course she's a lesbian. <laughs> of course. Like, what? That is, it was so bad. Like, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and so everyone's just watching, like, just cringe. The end. Yes. And so, yes. And so then what happens? There's some sort of school auction fundraiser yep. that Charlotte's organized. And Carrie is asked to come because she's going to be auctioned off for like a lunch date. And for some reason, Mir Miranda is at the thing, at the function, so to speak. I think Charlotte just corralled all of her friends and yeah. got Carrie to be one of the auction items, like have a lunch with Carrie Bradshaw. And Che is also... An auction item, I guess. Or she's the entertainment. She does like a set at the auction. like a That wasn't a set. Don't a comedy set. <laughs> Don't call that a set. <laughs> and yet people are just <laughs> bewildered by her. Like they are so in awe of Che. You it's can a see bunch of middle-aged women who are like, <gasps> no, but didn't you hear the one comment where the, the, the one woman was said, 
I've watched your special 10 times. My husband says, what's going on with you? <laughs> like basically accusing, like, are you gay? Like, like accusing his wife because she's watched. First off, if you watch the Chade Netflix special more than once, I do question your sanity because <laughs> it's just so bad. So I think this husband is in a right state of mind to question why his wife is watching it. But so basically, yeah. um, Carrie also gets auctioned off. And uh, it's really funny. And it's a funny scene. It's a it's funny, funny scene. scene. And um, she ends up being like the the teacher ends up winning her, so to speak, which we'll go more into at some point. And basically, Miranda confronts Che. Mm. And they see each other across the room. They make eyes. And I wrote down, <laughs> what did Che say? That was so good. It was literally like... I see someone I know. (laughs) (laughs) This has been great. I see someone I know. And And then we see Miranda looking. And Miranda, first off, we're about to be kind of bitchy in this episode. I think (laughs) it's late. You know, I've had about four sugary mocktails. mocktails, And I'm just, you know, jacked up on sugar. (laughs) And the thing about this is that Miranda is wearing the most hideous wig and the most (laughs) insane makeup. And I said, she looks like a corpse. (laughs) Like after a mortician does somebody's makeup, that was that makeup. Like, yeah, I was dying when Sarah said that because Miranda has this like bright sapphire, like tourmaline blue eyeshadow, just caked on her eyelids. Yeah. (laughs) Sarah's like, she looks like a corpse. She does. Like, the makeup is just so... I'm very confused by Miranda. Okay, so... So, Miranda goes up to Che and... Basically, I, I'm not really sure who accuses who of what first. If it's Miranda who says, like, I messaged you and I didn't hear from you. Shay says, hey, you're acting weird. What's going on? Yeah. And then Miranda says, well, you never responded to my message. message Or my DM. You didn't DM me She's back. She's like, my DM, <laughs> and as then it were. We have the classic <laughs> line that I think is just needs to be on a shirt. Can I do it? Or can Absolutely. we do it at the same time? Wait. Okay, ready? Miranda. <laughs> I've, I've done, done a, a lot ton of, of weed. weed. I hardly remember three hours. <laughs> okay. I think, the you know what I think? The real substance abuser is not Miranda. It's Jay. <laughs> Jay has a problem, okay? Jay is smoking at funerals, in work elevators, in employees' kitchens, and now is stating that she's not able to remember. memory. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, for any of our... Intersectional Sex in the City office listeners. That line immediately evokes Michael Scott saying, Do you you think think doing doing alcohol is cool? (laughs) Stanley is like, No, I don't. Do you think that smoking drugs is cool? <laughs> no, it was along the lines of where it's like grammatically, it just kind of stops you because it just is wrong. Yeah, can you just can you just say I smoke a ton of weed? I can't remember. <laughs> no, but I've then, done a ton of weed. Then this wait, I fuck, I didn't write this down. This is coupled by after this when <laughs> Che is. Oh wait, wait, I know the line. Yeah, I know it. okay. It. So what? Well, so Che and Miranda, they are pretty. They're have a lot of intimacy at this <laughs> ch- children's school function in which they start. You know. 
you know, having dirty talk. Yeah. And so then they they go to the next location and we see that Miranda and Che are in bed together. And this is a very intimate scene. It is very And intimate. then Che, oh, Miranda yeah, confesses her love to Che. Which was a really not okay in my opinion. No, it's- Right after sex, it's, no, I it's, love you. That's like- Just really replay the fact that this was literally three months that she didn't see or hear from this human. <laughs> and now she sleeps with her once and she <laughs> loves her. <laughs> I love you. And then so Che kind of is just like dismissing it. And then she's like, I'm I'm good at sex. I'm good at sex, which <laughs> is repulsive. It's this it's in the same vein of I've done weed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is supposed to be a, like a like a, a comedian, a, a charismatic, beloved comedian. And she says things like, uh, I am good at good sex. At s- <laughs> yeah, I. That's some I locker room drugs. talk right there. Okay, so Dakota, I'm going to ask your opinion on this. Did you, you, Dakota has touted himself as somebody who has seen every Sex and the City episode because he's been dating me, but mostly because your cousin watched and you lived with your cousin. Yes, yes. I stayed with my cousin for quite a, a bit uh, after graduation when I first moved uh, to New York City out of college and he loved the show. And so he would, and obviously it's his TV, his rules. And yeah. so uh, he is a charismatic flamboyant gay man who uh, <laughs> loves sex. Who loves sex and sex. What character is he, by the way? Uh, he's a Samantha. No, <laughs> no, this is so true. There's no, you know my cousin. Obviously. And he's one of the most wonderful people, but yeah, he is yeah. a Samantha. He's a Samantha, no question. No question. And <laughs> no, but so you've seen so much of this show I'm curious, did you see the movie? Uh, there were two of them, weren't there? Yeah. I saw the first one, I didn't see the second Okay, so this is, <laughs> I asked this because of one of the big plot points in the movie is that Steve cheats on Miranda. Right. Don't you think it's, I mean, maybe this is leading the witness here, but like, don't you think it's really fucked up that Miranda <laughs> is cheating on Steve after what she went through? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. Yeah, that's all I have for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's acting so... I mean, I guess it's Where did she take Che home? Whose house did they go to? I think they they went to probably Che's or maybe a hotel room. It looked like a hotel. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I think the... (laughs) There's both the like... Okay, so you know the trajectory of the Miranda character. As a not loyal fan, just someone who's (laughs) watched it. Yeah. Does this character arc make sense? No. 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 Okay. It doesn't, right? Like, if you go through all these things and you have, there are so many opportunities for her to end things with Steve or to find herself. To to do it now at this point seems bizarre. Yeah. Just because in lieu of that storyline itself, right? Like, the movie should have been enough. Like, the movie was the outlet, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe they just, maybe the creators were not ready for a queer character they're like stanford's enough she's been out for quite some time long time yeah Yeah, long time maybe but she wasn't a i don't think she was an executive producer no no i have a question for you dakota Mm -hmm. i noticed you react multiple times (laughs) and i think you have a running list of carry trackers oh my god i would love to hear some of your carry trackers for this episode so 
I mean, well, you think Carrie Carrie is horrible. I think she's intolerable. I think she <laughs> like this character might be the biggest villain on television. I mean, there isn't a single one because it happens so often where she pretty much anyone has a problem. It goes back immediately to, well, your husband didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. yeah Every yeah. time someone has a problem. Yeah, she one-ups like, it. She, she's like, well, yeah, you know, that hemorrhoid's pretty big, but your husband didn't die. It's like, how could you bring this But up? having a hemorrhoid and a dead husband <laughs> is <Yeah>. worse. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. So any character tracker where she immediately subverts someone being emotionally vulnerable, needing a friend where she just goes, yeah, well, you don't have it so bad. My husband died. Okay. Every episode. So yes. there was a bunch. We had a carry tracker flying just like off the walls here. Bring it. What was the carry tracker? So Miranda is, you know, recalling to Carrie that she had the best transcendent sexual experience <clears throat> she's ever had with Jay. And Jay never DM'd her back. And, you know, she'll never have it again. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what's the lifespan of an unanswered text? And she's trying to figure that out. And Carrie says, like, I know how you feel, but uh, Big is actually dead. (laughs) (laughs) And when you, like, write it down and say it out loud, you're like, oh, my God. She's like, your problems are, like, chump change. Like, it's so bad. And she's pulled this a lot. And finally... Like we said last episode, Anthony is the only one to call her out. Anthony finally said, he's like, you get one more of those where Carrie says, like, my husband died. So he's now the friend that will call Carrie on her bullshit because none of the other girls will do it. And the other Carrie tracker is that Carrie knew that her boss, Jay, was going to be at this. Oh, my God. Like fundraiser event. And she didn't even wing woman her best friend to give her a heads up. And say, hey, by the way, the person who finger banged you in my kitchen <laughs> three months ago is at a an affair for <laughs> minors, raising money for minors. <laughs> and it's like, come on, Carrie. Like, you couldn't even, like, let her prep and she wouldn't have put that ugly eyeshadow on. Like- I, I know. it's. I feel like in any female <laughs> she friendship, looks like a you know to mention exes or to mention, like, hookups or be like, that person's going to be there. Yes. Like, that to me. Yeah, it's, it is. It, it speaks to Carrie's selfishness that she wouldn't even think about it. Yes, and yet she's so overly concerned in this episode that the guy that she went on a really b- shitty bad date. Vomit date. Yeah, yeah. So here comes my Carrie tracker. Oh, okay. All right. So my Carrie tracker <laughs> is that Carrie was about to bounce the auction when Charlotte was the one who ha- like put her kind of reputation online yeah. to have Carrie there. And Carrie was just going to leave because she didn't want to face the awkwardness of seeing the date, even though she was supposed to be like auctioned yeah. for this kind of thing. That's my carry tracker. I think like you would leave and oh, put yeah, you the awkwardness, like yes, not wanting the awkwardness before rude. being there for Charlotte. It's be rude. Yeah, and that's that's really bad. This um, might be the most carry trackers we've had in an episode. They're pretty blatant. Yeah, yeah. So actually, Sarah started out the episode by saying, which I thought was interesting, which I'd oh. love to hear mm. what you guys think about. Is Sarah was saying this show is not about sex anymore? No. Thoughts. But see, now by the end of this episode, there's 
let's see, we, we've covered, I mean, the sex is just Miranda's sex with Che. Yeah. It's dating in older age. It's lack of sex in relationships when there's long-term monogamy. But the reason I said that was because they were playing tennis <laughs> and Charlotte and Harry were having this kind of like, I would say a normal kind of couple fight, right? Squabbler. It was a little, a little squabble. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the show, I keep going back to this, that this is not sex and the city. And here's the thing. I actually don't care that this show is not about sex. No. I actually don't give an F that there's no sex scenes. You know why? Because there are plenty of great shows that don't have sex in them. Yeah. And this is just a bad show. Why did we need to watch them playing tennis? At, like, just, there's like, there's no purpose to any of the scenes aside from the ones with Che and Miranda where you yeah, can it's feel the driving something force. building up. Yeah. And again, I'm not like super invested in it. But it's kind of the only thing that we have going on in the show because everything else just feels so... It's the thread. It's the only thing that's threading banal. it. Banal, yeah. It's weird. It's Ugh. really weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What What do you think about this show overall? Because I think there are people... Like I feel like my mom was afraid to tell me that she was kind of liking it. Like, this show isn't... <laughs> like The fact is we keep watching it, whether it's hate watching it. There are parts of it that were kind of funny... I love the fashion is so good. It's yeah, kind of fun. It's great. It's, I just don't think it's a well-written show. What do you think? Love? Yeah, I don't think it's a well-written show. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone really, no Sopranos. Yeah, it's, I don't think anyone would argue that. But there is something nostalgic about it, especially <laughs> getting an opportunity to watch this again. Like they're like Dexter. I'm a big Dexter fan. And yeah. So, I like Dexter. And Dexter, the last season everyone knew and says to this day is still terrible, like one of the worst. It is. It is. It's it awful. is. It's one of the it worst is. Like, yeah. seasons of any television show. Especially yeah. As critically it's really playing. disappointing. But this, they brought it back. And either, even if it was bad, I was going to sit down and watch. Fortunately, I yeah. think this new blood was good. And it's just yeah. nostalgia. It's getting to relive something. You're right. That I enjoy. You're right. And this show is that. And it's kind of like if they did a Lost, another Lost show, you're, you're still going to be comparing it to like Lost season one through three. Like you... Shows, I think shows are at such disadvantage. I've never seen a reboot done really well because loyal fans are going to want a reboot, are going to be so tied to the originality of yes. the first show. They want to be taken to that same yes. place. Yeah, because this this show, for so many people I know, they put Sex and the City on like The Office. It's background noise. It's comfort. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's hanging out with girlfriends. Yeah. It's college. It's this. Yeah. And like an Office reboot, I don't, like I probably feel fr- I don't even I don't I want mean that. I'd watch the movie of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Steve Carell would have to be in it yeah and I you know what I hate is when in reboots they start bringing in all which I, this one's doing They're doing it now. bring in all these new characters like leave them out like arrested development in the reboot they had all these like new people like I don't I don't really care about new characters. I don't care about the new characters. Why do they do that to us? <laughs> I don't know. And they're giving them a lot of, of plot. Screen time, yeah. A lot of screen time. I want to know more about, give me more about, why wasn't Rock in this episode and why is the law professor in it? Good question. I don't know. Good and, I, and I really do believe they're they're building up to a season two in which these extra characters are going to have Oh yeah, because this, this feels like a base coat for sure. <laughs> 
This feels like <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> it's just a really shitty base coat. <laughs> but here's the thing. I um what I'm wondering is, and I was thinking about this today. Mm-hmm. If you, either of you, okay, were put in charge of the and just like that reboot, what how would you do it? And I, I don't have the choice to say I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an option. No, gun to your head. Just like. <laughs> and it has to be done as well as possible, too. Not bad. I can answer this. Answer. But I'm curious. Do you want to take it? You're I like, I don't care. I can also <laughs> attempt. He's like, I, I don't, don't care. care. No. I, honestly, I. I actually did enjoy the show when I did yeah. watch it the first time. I don't think there's anything. It was it was a fun show to watch. Yeah. And the characters they are uh, likable and unlike and did, and they're not likable in a lot of yeah. ways. But that's part of the fun of those characters. Yeah. What I, I mean, you know, there would need to be some semblance in the writing. Yeah. Of really diagnosing yeah. their issues like yeah. in, in mm. a substantial way right like, yeah carrie's been called out once in eight episodes about, like <laughs> just being a I monster i like, know i would like to see especially now in their 50s you're not going to really get the whole sex thing it's not going to be a substantial and so i understand that right like it's yeah. just who's having these crazy sex lives in their 50s yeah not that many people so i think that's fine but in your 50s there needs to be some evolution of these humans or some like diagnosis of their flaws at some point because we know that they are so deeply flawed in a lot of ways at least Carrie and if she's the main character let's have at it you know let's let's pick it apart let's have some fun I think that that would be Mm. if not nostalgic absolutely cathartic for fans of the show for so long that's a good answer I did would not never have thought of that and that's so true like if we could do it just like that what if it was like a therapy, like kind of like a Whoa. mix of in treatment and can sex the, oh, the city. Oh my God, I would love that. If this season was legitimately having it out between Samantha and oh. Carrie, that would be oh. amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we, if we could get Kim Cattrall on. This show is also, I would never have agreed to do this show if Kim Cattrall was on. Like I would only do it if Kim Cattrall was on it. Oh yeah. So okay, Absolutely. So, so this is how I would do it. But here's the thing. You know, I think... The trouble I have with how I would do it is that it's not inclusive of people who are middle-aged having story arcs. (laughs) Okay, this is true. And I feel bad. (laughs) But the way I would do it is it would be like almost like sex in the city, the next generation. And it would literally be like all of these older women giving advice to younger women and they would be kind of the wise elders and and they would also recall like oh my god in my day like we didn't even have tinder then and we had to do this and maybe these like younger people younger women were either their kids or they were their um co-workers or their clients or they're just, I, I'm just trying to think of like coworker. Maybe it was like, cause you know, Jennifer Hudson was in one of the movies, like just yeah. younger people that they work with. Mentees. Yeah. Men- mentees. Exactly. Mm. And then they give their advice and recall their memories. 
And I think it would be really cool to draw parallels of, you know, Carrie was with the guy who was the jackhammer who she met at a wedding. <laughs> and, you know, somebody else can have that experience now and they laugh about it. Like, I think there could be a lot to work from kind of harvesting mm. from prior really notable notable episodes that had really funny plot lines and seeing how that still happens or how does that look like today and um so okay so I, I think the that could work really well <laughs> and I think the reason why this show isn't doing that is because in a lot of ways it's honoring the fact that yes. after 50 you still have half of your fucking life mm-hmm. like your life does not end when you are no longer like your young youthful self, you, they, these women are at the at an, an essentially a, a kind of a peak, right? Like yeah. they're in their 50, 55. They don't feel old. They deserve to be having experiences like Miranda's having. They deserve to like date and and have good sex and have drunken fun nights. Yeah. And the, and I feel like a lot of women are fucking terrified of aging because they don't want to be the like wise elder who doesn't get to have the fun anymore. Yeah, that's And true. so I that's see, but if we wanted to maintain the integrity yeah. of the show, we yeah. could do that. I get why this show isn't doing that. That it's like, let's show 50 something women not just at home with kids. But you know, here's the thing. They're showing 50-something women trying to find a beeping sound in their apartment. <laughs> I know. So they're not doing it the right way. Or so, playing tennis badly. Like, I don't know. Well, like, can, they're can, not can I ask figuring a it out. Sure. Yeah. Especially because I, like, yeah. I really liked your idea. Yeah. But I have a question. Do you, in your own lives, have a, a model like that? Do you have someone else that you go to, like someone in their privacy outside of your own mother? And how, to what extent, do you guys have conversations about your sex lives, your... I really don't. Yeah. I do. You do? I, yeah, I do. Like family I, friends. Family friends. I no. And it's fun to hear stories too. Absolutely. No, and like my mom is so great to talk to, um, but I don't have a lot of like elder female friends. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe and this, just like and that. just like that. Sarah made 50 <laughs> Sarah joined a retirement home. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I mean, or the other option, which I I guess maybe they'll do with Carrie, even though there's only two episodes left, is actually show what it's like for people who are middle-aged going out on dates. Because guess what? It does happen. And guess what? People do get remarried in their 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s. Why don't we see that? Like enough with the fucking hip replacement and the beeping. Like let's focus <laughs> on get back to have it be sex in the city. Yeah. Have there be sex in the city and have there be dating and like the awkwardness or, that comes with or it. Or dare I say, dare I say, maybe this is a different show. What? But I would love to see some parents having affairs with other parents at this little school of Charlotte. Like, I want to see juice. I want to see messes. I want to see. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Gossip Girl. <laughs> that is the other show that happens at this Privilege Upper Side thing. I, I don't want to be a complete hater. I don't. I don't want to be that because it's no fun to just, like, hate on something because there's a lot of this that I do like because, but it's, purely based on nostalgia. Yeah. If this was a show that was just on, I don't think I would watch it if I hadn't seen. What's the movie with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin that's. <gasps> it's complicated. Yeah. Amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. I wish it was. Do you like, like that movie? I do. Yeah. I wish it, the show was more in that vein because yes. they are older and they're like 
making weird mistakes and they're like hooking up again and it could I, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm curious what watch that tomorrow now. God, it's so good. It's, I, so it's very good. therapeutic, those worlds that Nancy Myers. Yeah. Built. Nancy, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. Um, okay, so some other plot points is the Charlotte and Harry fight. And I loved seeing a silly couple fight because yeah. who here has not been in like a silly Embarrassing tiff, public Like a silly fight. tiff with your partner over something fucking stupid. Like <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Like why can't you just say it? it was, I actually thought they did a really good job at that fight. <laughs> And I like that they didn't want to be seen as a couple fighting because they, like, love each other. Yeah. And then LTW also got into a fight with her partner. She's like, you think I was awful? Like, like it's basically LTW and her husband were hosting this auction, and LTW was not doing a great job. The mic was always away from her. Her husband was getting kind of annoyed. I thought that aspect of, like, normal yes. couple dynamics was done well. Yes. So I will give the show that. That's making me think of a really funny what? tiff that me and Dave had when it's like anyone who was out of context would be like, those people are insane. <laughs> okay, what was it? The t- okay, so we were in Australia. Dave's from Australia. And it was New Year's Eve. And I had like very specifically said, like I bought this tequila. <laughs> like I, I, I really get hot, like, hung over by other alcohol like I really knew okay. Eve, I want to drink this tequila he was leaving before me because I was for whatever reason he was meeting someone else whatever the thing is I said you please do not forget the tequila oh, I already know what happens yeah I said please <laughs> please <laughs> and I said I know you're gonna forget it he's like I will not forget it <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I arrive at He's the, forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, I, I arrive at the New Year's Eve party. He comes on in and everyone's like, hey! And I just look at his bare hands. <laughs> and he immediately, he pretty much turned around and walked back out. <laughs> to go get the tequila? Yeah. Oh. But he came in and he like, he even like you could just see the look on his face where he realized, oh fuck, I forgot it. <laughs> and then of course, no one knows me at this like small New Year's Eve party, and I'm literally like muttering death threats. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you were to get the fucking tequila. Like, we weren't even the fucking. Thing. I asked you one fucking thing. How could you? Not? And everyone's like, this girl is freaking out over cheap tequila. <laughs> like, she must be an alcoholic. Like, and then uh, c- clearly the she's issue. She's not okay. <laughs> she's not okay. Clearly, this it's not about the tequila. It's always about like remembering something I. Say, yeah. <laughs> be thoughtful. Like the issue is always something bigger than like the little. The and so little I, I also looked crazy because I made him like take an Uber to go. Kill me. <laughs> oh my God. He no. came back and then I, I'm like ripping shots by myself <laughs> to kill like, Yeah, this wasn't good luck for me. No. Okay. So if that had been me, I would have been like, oh, you didn't bring it. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> just like never like I would have done the same thing I would have walked in <laughs> and then just dragged myself back out to the closest liquor store and bought the tequila yeah that's true but I'm yeah it's I think with couple fights from the outside <laughs> they, they can be really funny um I was at dinner 
with a couple friend and I watched them get into like a little kind of like argument and I kind of laughed at it and I could tell that it was stressful for them. But from the outside, you get how like sometimes silly it is, right? Because like both people usually in a fight, if it's if it, there isn't like abuse involved, like it's just not that big of a fucking deal. But we have so much baggage that we carry with like control yes, and yes, power. Yes. And you watch this play out in <laughs> other people's lives and it's it's kind of just silly. Yeah. And then when it happens to you, it's like very intense. Yeah. And like the emotions are very, very high. Um, so I like showing I like seeing conflict and resolution with couples on shows. Um, I think that's why the Miranda and Steve thing is kind of not sitting well with me. Yes, because right. And something we talked about this week, and I feel like I owe the actor an apology for making fun of <laughs> oh, yeah. the fact that, that they made this character deaf. And Dakota, I don't know if you know this, but the reason why they wrote in Steve being hard of hearing and wearing hearing aids is because the actor, David Eisenberg, yeah. actually has hearing loss. Oh. So they wrote it in. I feel bad because we've kind of gone like, ha, ha, making fun of it yeah. when that is a reality. <laughs> when you get older, yeah. you deal with hearing loss. I'm learning sign language. Like, I feel yeah. like I should have been much more sensitive to the hard of hearing and, community. And he just thought it was like Still, out of left field. If, okay, let's say if you want to make this a plot point, why are you making a joke? Why do you have a conversation? Say like, give him the the, the space or the airtime, not the fucking law professor because we, we honor this character, Steve, and, and like actually talk about how he's feeling about the hearing. That must be really fucking hard. Well, that's hard. the thing. It's, it was so briefly like, it's just so like br- a brief anecdote that we were kind of like confused. We just thought, oh, like Miranda's just not like sexually attracted to him anymore. But I yeah, I think for the actor and for Steve, like the fact that this is real life, why aren't they giving him more like floor to like- yeah explain this to us. I think the viewers kind of, they owe it to the viewers because the viewers are just kind of like confused. I don't care about Seema's dating and talking to her parents about her dating life. I don't care about that. Exactly. Why don't we give Steve and Brady a conversation? Why don't we give them airtime? What is this? Like, I, I really do not like I know they actually here. owe it yeah. more to like the staple mm. OG characters yes. than these made up new ones. That yeah, and it's frustrating because I don't care about Sima. I don't care about the law professor. You guys invested years watching those characters, and now you're getting eight episodes of some character you've never met before. Yeah, it's on for you know thirty percent of the yeah of the show. Yeah, and then yeah. the fact is, yeah. if you're going to break up a staple iconic character in this series, which is Steve and fucking Miranda. Yeah. They've been known each other since what? Season two. Yeah. And then you're not even going to give the decency to like, maybe the next episode they're going to have. But I I kind of doubt that we're going to have a big resolution to this. Because in the promo for next week, it sounds, I mean, we see that Miranda's going to have a talk with Steve. Mm -hmm. And that would be a really weird way for the audience to also learn about Steve and David Eisenberg's. Well, hopefully she's not going to bring up the hearing loss there. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That feels cold. That's what I'm saying. I really hope that doesn't She's like, listen up if you can. (laughs) Just like something terrible. I don't know. I really love the character of Harry and I love the character of Steve. Along with Aiden, they were solid good men on the show. So how is John Corbett going to come back? I don't know. So Aiden is coming back, Dakota. But has anyone seen any paparazzi filming of Aiden? Nope. And you know those then. Absolutely, and you know it's going to be locked up. Like, no, they're not leaking anything. 
But I swear to God, if she and Aiden get back together, he I'm has three lose. boys. I'm gonna lose my mind. She's not gonna go into a marriage with three kids. Absolutely not. I'm, They're older now, probably. I'm so worried. Remember when she ran into Aiden? Are so hot. Is oh, it weird of me? To no, say? they're they're <laughs> definitely hot kids, and we all know there are hot kids. <laughs> you know an attractive child, <laughs> and Aiden produced them. <laughs> Brady, no, sorry, Brady. <laughs> but no, I'm really curious of how they're going to write Aiden into it. Um, I haven't checked any of the IMDb like the episode descriptions of like the cast. I usually do that. I like yeah. to do like a deep dive of like when people are coming on. But yeah, I I don't know. The character, the guy that she dated, we both said looked like Burger, the math guy. Oh my god, he looked like a cross between Burger and Big, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they did that intentionally. Um, I'm curious. I don't she definitely has chemistry with this guy. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. The SGP kind of screens yes. the guys. She yes. always has to have chemistry with them. Yes, they have a little <sighs> yeah, there's some flirtiness. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. All right, some fashion. Oh my God, she's fashion roadkill. Um, I really liked Carrie's light blue cross mm. shoulder thing with the white silk blazer. I liked it. I don't know. I mean, I would never wear something like that, but I like it a lot. Oh, you look so nice in that. Thank you. Well, what was your <laughs> so on the episode? We got to do fashion callouts. Yep. So, what's something either good or bad that you remember? Really, He's just texting my brother right now. I can <laughs> see him over there. Uh, I really liked um, uh, uh, Carrie's dress at the. I really liked Carrie's dress. I thought she looked nice at the the uh, weird little school gathering get together. The white thing. dress that looked like it was from. Oh, is that not when she had like Talbots? Oh, it was like the very like um you know what I'm tailored about? looking yeah. white dress the white with the, the black, black thing. Collar. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. It was very flattering. It, it was very flattering. It did look like what a slutty vice president would wear. <laughs> it like did I look said, like, like he like said. He's like, I like it. Melania. It's it was very Melania. Okay. I agree. I thought she looked radiant. Um I so Heather mentioned something and I I gotta ask her. She said she liked the farmer's market outfit, but it was just Miranda and it was just the law professor. She was wearing like um like Swedish clogs, clogs with like a jean <gasps> oh, jacket. This is what Heather said. Heather said that outfit was the this is what Heather said. It was the most normal outfit. Like that is what people yeah. in New York wear. Yeah, yeah. People yeah, do yeah, not yeah, dress yeah. in New York. Honestly, if you are like going to fucking grad school, like, you're not wearing what Miranda wears. Or you're not wearing like even what Carrie wore to the auction thing is she'd like, I kind of liked them. They were like pink, fuzzy slipper oh, shoes. I loved her bags. And really cool bag. And the it just it was like very judged. Yeah. So that's what Heather was saying that Miranda showed the most normal outfit in the series so far, which is just Brooklyn, right? You're wearing like yeah. a, a cute little jacket, some jean jeans, jacket, some clogs, and a little like tote bag. Crossbody bag, yep. Yeah, and Steve looked cute in all of his all denim. All denim. And I love that he had his hearing aids in. Yeah. I loved it. I wish they didn't make him look a bum because they're also making hearing loss look like such a loss in quality of life. Yeah. In that like yeah. your relationships like are kind of falling apart and you're like <laughs> forgetting things and disconnected. And I yeah. just, I kind of wish they gave a little more dignity to the yeah. character because he was, this is what I mentioned earlier in that 
you do not all of a sudden in your life become a bumbling fucking idiot. You are a yeah. bumbling fucking idiot from the beginning. Yeah. I know idiots in middle school and they're still <laughs> idiots now. And like, that's yeah, just. Like, I know a lot of No, idiots. but that's just your lot in life. Like, that's yeah. what happens. You don't like, you don't all of a sudden become wildly incompetent and kind yeah. of like a, a, aloof. Yeah. Unless you have like brain damage. Like, that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, They've made him seem that way. Yeah. And I think that's like so bad writing when you have these characters that people are loyal to. It's like, where did this come from? Yeah. Like, Carrie's still consistent. She's not all of a sudden going to become this like selfless, like Mother <laughs> Teresa figure. So if they did that on the show, we'd be like, this is weird. Yeah. It's not okay. I don't yeah. know. So, no, I agree. Um, any um, predictions for the next episodes? Mm. The kid, uh, Charlotte's kids catch her giving Harry a blowjob. Yeah, which I, I guess. Love. Yeah. That, was a, that looked like and a funny I, scene. I guess Miranda's going to be at some um, uh, LGBT. LGBT rally, which I remember seeing the paparazzi yes. photos for. And that's where I was like, okay, they're, the character's going to be queer. And then I think uh, Carrie is kind of like, has like a fun, funky, bohemian youth in the building, which makes me think Carrie doesn't own the building. She just owns the apartment. Oh, you're right. You're mm, right we finally confirmed right. it through the sneak you're peek. Right. Carrie you're does not right. own the building. She owns her apartment because there is somebody else living in that building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Dakota, we always ask people, who are you if you were one of the characters? So uh, I just, I, I was hoping you'd ask this because <laughs> I, just oh, took a, I just took a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, so oh my God. Okay. I definitively know. Uh, and it was Miranda. Ah! Yay! Okay, good. It feels good to be sarcastic. So, one of us. One of Perfect us. Perfect science. Okay, I love that you were doing that. I thought you were just looking at football stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I had to answer my sign. Uh, I had to pick one of Samantha's love interests. I picked Maria Reyes because it was the only woman. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, you're TV, so annoying. <laughs> which TV show would you marathon on a night in? Walking Dead. Of oh, the okay, wait. So that's the Miranda option. What, what was the like obvious Charlotte option? Like Downton Abbey. <laughs> uh, well, there are, there were quite a few on there. There's the Crown, which does seem very Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. What was the Carrie option? Uh, I don't know. A stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> Sex in the City because she can bask in her vanity. Yeah. Oh that's my God. <laughs> okay. Um, that's amazing. You're yeah, a Miranda. I'm a Miranda. Jason was a Miranda too. Okay. What are yeah. we going to rate this? How Wait, we, I have one more oh. question. Only because I love to ask guests, what Harry Potter house are you in? I don't know. Are you a mudblood? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Slytherin. Oh, Slytherin. Slytherin. And you're marrying a Hufflepuff. You're a Slytherin, Sarah. No, I'm you not. Are, I was a Slytherin in college. Yes. I was a Slytherin. <laughs> Sarah, you're a Slytherin. First off, hybrid. that's so fucked up. Why are people... First off, what? Why are people calling me that? That's not okay. I don't want to like make this into a fight right now. To go, but <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a squabble. No, this will be a squabble. First off, I am a Hufflepuff. I was a former Slytherin at times because we all are. But I guess everyone, anytime, I, I've never tried to self-proclaim as a Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. Mm. Everyone says like, no, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. That's, that's great. I will be Slytherin Hufflepuff. Okay, there we which go. Is, but no, I know. There's simply not enough time in this for this podcast for me to even begin to ask what these houses even mean like i wasn't a harry potter oh that's right you weren't next pod next Next pod pod, okay um so gilly 
how many Tito bottles would you need? This is our new rating system, which is like how many Tito bottles would you need to drink and to get is this, this Is this from based on your last episode? Are we going lower? So we, we it's like golf. like golf. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, we didn't know how to describe so golf. I'm, but so I'm how gonna, many Tito bottles would it take? We'd have to get through this. Yes. Episode. I'm going to say three Tito's bottles because technically I had a beer and two glasses of wine tonight. So wowzer. Um, we also just it, kind of a funny thing. We started this episode and then we had some nice girl talk for about two hours and then finished the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was just kind of, it, I don't know. It was a nice little, uh, uh, what, what's it called? Break? Sure. We fractured Intermission. That's what I was looking for. So, um, okay, Dakota, how many Tito's bottles would you need to get through this episode? Um, five. <laughs> this whole season is. I feel like you would answer that for every episode of this particular season. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this one about three, maybe two, two, two and a half, three. Um, it wasn't as bad. I also had a ton of people texting me how bad it was. So I was prepared for the worst. So I didn't think it was as bad as they were saying. The kitchen scene was uncomfortable. The vomit scene was uncomfortable. I liked the auction scene because I thought there were some funny parts, but yeah. So, all right, guys, we have Dakota. Thank you for this was fun. Thanks letting us me. sit on the sofa. And- Big fan of you guys. Keep doing it. I'm enjoying thoroughly. Oh, uh, listening when you're when I'm at work and here in the apartment, and you're working uh, in school, and I just get to plop it on and. Oh, that's sweet, Dakota. So um, you're with me. So <laughs> you're so now you're being dramatic. You're so stupid. Okay. So um we'll see you next week. Yeah, guys. and Gilly's in New York for a bit. So we've got some really fun things planned yes. for the pod yes, in February with little H. Um so yeah, so next week we have episode eight and we'll find out what happens. We'll find out what happens. Bye, Bye guys. guys. <laughs>